Hi everyone, welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the More Please podcast, and we are at our fifty-five or something episode right now, something like that. Yep, and pretty excited to chat with Coral again. And yeah, me too.、Uh, back with another English episode, so all our <coughs> nice, cute. Beautiful English listeners can <laughs> catch up with us.、Um, it has been three weeks since we recorded.、Mm-hmm. Yes, and we、we'll、only have thirty minutes today. Anyways, what is our topic today? So Yuran said she wanted to talk about the adolescent years. Yeah. Do you want to talk about adolescence or your adolescent years? Adolescence, my adolescent years. Adolescence in general, and then our experiences in adolescence, and why it's so. I think it's very underestimated. It has an underestimated effect on our identity, our psyche, right now.、Mm-hmm. Uh, Can you please share what made and, you think about it?、Um, I'm inspired to talk about it through a therapy session when things.、Um, Came up about my adolescence years in middle school, especially, and、um, how I actually felt very, very negative throughout those years. I guess middle school, at least for three years, I felt it was pretty struggling time. Com- as comparing to now, there were no answers.、Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't. Very good at communicating、mm-hmm. my needs, my emotions, and then I have to navigate, like, in my new body, at the same time,、mm-hmm. and navigating all the changes around me. Like somehow my parents are treating me a bit different.、Um, you know, there's like a new awareness of who I was. Everything coming at me at once, and there was that lack of guidance kind of feeling.、Um, it's not like being a young adult.、Uh, being a young adult, it feels good to be uncertain、mm-hmm. about things. But back then, I felt like I was still kind of like a helpless child, but also kind、On、of trying to,、mm-hmm, but still trying to learn navigate things on my own. Yeah. It was kind of scary. Thinking back, I don't know if you or our listeners share the same experience, but I just think talking about、yeah. it is important and to honor this this period of our lives. I haven't really reflected much about those years、um, at all, which I think.、Um, I should, and I need to. So I'm really interested in hearing more about you. What has come up for you, so that I can go back into my teenage years a little bit more too. Because I really、um, haven't really given a lot of thoughts to those years of my life. At least like middle school, maybe like from ten to fifteen, this period of my life, I really just haven't paid much attention to it. Mhm. Ten to fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. 
So what what was what came、uh, up that you when you said you felt pretty negative? Like, in what aspects? Hmm. Small things. Um. Small, simple words that I use to describe my experience in the therapy session.、Mm-hmm. Um. It just. Hmm. I remember being, for example, I remember saying I wanted to die,、mm-hmm. <laughs> or I wanted to kill myself, for a while. While I was like eleven or twelve、mm-hmm. years old, I, I was like, what had led me to say that after a day of school and come back to my parents and you know, just having my upper body、um, crawling on the sofa and just. Lay there and say, "I I want to kill myself,"、mm-hmm. <laughs> but even thinking that was kind of funny and to say and what had led me to say that um, and um, that was just one thing. And then how I I remembered all of a sudden disliking myself、um, around that time. I didn't like the way I look. I didn't like. My performance at school, although I was not a bad student, I was mostly middle and upward in the class, upward, upper、uh, middle, and great. Middle <laughs> to great, good student, and but I just above average student. Nothing was good, above average, <laughs> average, and um. I won't start talking with more like an, a correct American accent. So let me try. <laughs> okay. Um. And <laughs> so yeah. Um.、Uh, but I was never satisfied with myself, and I felt like I was so ugly. That's the contrast. Cause when I was in like、um, elementary school. I remember looking in the mirror and I was satisfied with myself.、Mm. I felt I'm so cute <laughs> after I got the haircut,、mm-hmm. right? I like this new haircut. I look beautiful with it. But I remember every time after the the new haircut, because we all had to have very short, like、uh, three inch long hair <laughs> in middle school. Man, yeah. <laughs> and I remember looking in the mirror every time after haircut and thinking I was so ugly. And then I was like, "Wow, where did these changes come from?" And I think it's just starting from that time that I had the, the like a standard for beauty and、uh, ugly looks. And then it's starting from that time that I、uh, began to judge my、mm-hmm. looks. But where can all these come from? It's like. I was kidnapped by something、mm. since adolescence.、Mm. Yeah,、oh. <laughs> that's so interesting. I like, yeah, I like myself more before adolescence.、Mm-hmm. I think all of a sudden, you like woke up in a new world where the standards are all different, and you started to judge yourself that you never did before. Yeah. Uh huh. And. I remember also judging myself for not being productive enough. 
I tried to make plans, study plans, and I could never meet them since eleven year old. <laughs> Did you make those study plans for school back then? Oh my goodness, I really don't remember much.、Um, I don't concretely remember doing that. I mean, probably did.、Um, I probably did, but I just don't really have a lot of memory about studying in middle school. Really? I remember everything. Yeah, I have such vague memory about middle school. Like, I don't really remember much at all.、Mm-hmm. Um, well, I just remember hanging out with you and Andy and pranking him. Those、mm-hmm. those kind of memories I remember. What are your so if if I ask you about your adolescence, what would come up? I think like I think I would I wouldn't really do middle school. I think I didn't really start experiencing those things until high school. Like I remember in middle school, I really didn't care how I looked. Like I, I think I just didn't, I didn't my adolescence of self and the like beauty and physical body and like adolescence didn't start started late.、Um, I remember in middle school、mm-hmm. I really didn't care much about how I looked. I never thought about. I never、really、judged myself as being beautiful or ugly, being like skinny or not skinny. I really didn't think much about it.、Um, really, don't just look at other pretty girls and think. They are so pretty.、Mm-hmm. At the only time I remember feeling that was towards the end of middle school. We were almost graduating, and I remember thinking、um, that my crush's crush was prettier than me. But that was like the only time I remember that. And 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 I really didn't think much about it.、I、was like, okay, whatever.、Um, I was a little sad, but not in the way that I was sad. I didn't look as pretty, but just that he had a crush on her, but not me. <laughs>、uh, Yeah, I I really don't remember. I think I really didn't think about whether I was pretty or not until much later. But once I did start, it did trouble me a lot. You know, like self judgment,、um, not enough self love. But that didn't start in middle school. Hmm. Interesting. When did you get your period? If I、um, may ask. The、uh, seventh grade. Same. Yeah, but I didn't. Didn't mean much to me. Like that、mm-hmm. didn't awake my sense、yeah. of. Yeah, just didn't.、Mm-hmm. I I didn't remember having trouble adjusting to my new body. I didn't remember being conscious about my boobs. I didn't remember. I don't remember any of that. Maybe they did happen. I just don't remember them. But I really have no conscious recollection of it.、Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting for me to hear that you had such. Not interesting, but it's just like. Really surprising for me to hear you had a you know relatively negative and dark experience in middle school. Cause for me, not only I didn't I don't remember that, but I also just don't feel like I even have had the capacity to feel such things. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I now I actually hate middle school.、Mm-hmm. I have、mm-hmm. to say. <laughs> now that I look back, there is so many. Very bad things. Really? Can you share more?、Mm, mm-hmm. If you want. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's just. 
I was struggling. I feel like I was struggling. And I think the biggest, biggest topic was if I was good enough <laughs> in every mm. sense. <laughs> and oh, wow. Now that I look, now that I talk to you and I voiced this out, I think I understand myself more. Like, it's always been my pro- topic, so I've come a long way now that I'm starting to like myself much mm. more. Yeah. Um, wow. I, now I'm wondering whether you were always like a step ahead of me in this kind of developmental stages, because. That I'm struggling with that too, but maybe you like you started to like yourself more before I did. Like I'm just starting to feel that sense of self love, but I feel like yours started maybe like a year before me. But I I, I mean I feel like maybe you're just ahead <laughs> of me developmentally. <laughs> I feel like you probably you you developed at the right pace. I was probably. Something wrong was <laughs> happening. Anyways, um, I mean, that's so interesting. How yeah, we well, I guess it will be. Let's compare your high school to my middle okay. school, then we otherwise can, there won't be any comparison going on. <laughs> okay. Maybe we might even have to、mm. go all the way to like college, cause I don't even remember much about high school either. Maybe I just selectively <laughs> like erase my memories. I just. We we can, yeah. Let's 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 just gonna compare my sense of adolescence to yours instead of time period. Okay. Let's also don't. I think I was kind of fo- more focused on negative negative side. Let's also don't let go of the positive and discovering mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. side of adolescence. Otherwise, maybe you just only remember happy memories, or you just had a very perfect first few years of adolescence and. You didn't. You didn't. Kind of connect with what I said. All right. So I think we can come to the conclusion that Koro、uh, and Yuran, we too, experienced adolescence. It was slightly differently and slightly at、um, different time periods or ages of our lives. You agree, Coral? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting for me.、Um, I I wonder if we gone through, gone through it at different stages in our life. I mean, at different times in our lives, but we had similar challenges. What do you think? What do you think are the main challenges for adolescents? Um, I think there are so many. I mean. Think about it. You you were a kid. You were just a child, and all of a sudden you become an adult. I mean, not all of a sudden, but you psychologically or emotionally, you desire more independence. That's number one, and、mm-hmm. that may manifest or、um, shows as more conflicts between the child and the parents, right? And wishing、mm-hmm. to spend more time with one's friends and finding a social identity through that, right? That's like when、mm-hmm. we spend more time、mm-hmm. together. 
uh, after school and yes, you know, we spend a lot of time together. <laughs> and that's number one. Secondly, there will be se- sexual an exploration of one's sexual identity and accompanying、mm-hmm. the physical changes that one goes explores and goes through. And number three, gender gender identity, which accompanies this sexual awakening of、um, mm-hmm. a child. And I think there's also how the way we we starting to learn how to deal with our emotions、um, independently. So how we we. The on the online article it says kids or adolescents tend to be very egocentric somehow. They th- spend a lot of time thinking about themselves. I don't know if、mm-hmm. it applies to all, but I think it's true for me. Yeah, most people. Yeah,、mm-hmm. I think it was very internal, or I I get to explore the interior of myself at that time. Mm-hmm. And number five, there's we start to develop、um, a perception of our body, like or how, if we like it, you know. I think that's like when I when we realize, oh, this is what I look like. You know, we I look a little bit different than our my classmates, my friends. Do I like that? Do I not like that? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then. That's about that. That's about the challenges for me. Do you think you you want to add more? Um, I think I agree with all the challenges. Um, maybe just to expand、mm-hmm. on the feel. Um, I think for me the. The、uh, apologize for the background music. <laughs>、uh, so I think the one the one you said about、uh, emotional maturity,、um, I kind of think of it as also like a, a developing your relationships with others.、Um, that relating to others part was really hard for me. I definitely had a period in my life that I felt like. Ah,、oh, nobody understand、yeah. me. I can't have a real conversation with anybody. Like I can't have a, a I couldn't have a concrete conversation,、um, a deep conversation, a connection with p- other people because I couldn't find.、Um, uh, one second. It's okay. Take some time. Because. <laughs> Because、uh, I just felt like on one hand I felt that、um, I understood. That's the time I started understanding people had different、um, ideas from me. People had different thoughts from me, which took me a while to understand. Because when I was a kid, I thought like everybody, everybody thought the way、mm-hmm. I did. Like my reality is the reality.、Mm-hmm. Was the reality, but I think when I got to adolescence, I started to see oh, there are everybody had their own reality. But for me, I thought my own reality was the one real reality. Like yes, I could see everybody had different ideas and thoughts, but for me,、um, I felt that 
I my way was the correct way or was the um, ultimate way. Um, I mean, which is um, actually in class we learned about it. Is like people, most people go through this, but I think maybe I went through it a little. Like I grew out of that stage a little later in my life, but a lot of people we do think like this when we are like maybe around like seven, eight to eleven, twelve, and then we 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 can view things in different ways, but we couldn't really emphasize or like change, and and we try to change facts to fix to fit into our hypothesis. So if we have a thought, we kind of try to change the facts. If they don't fit into our hypothesis, we try to change it to fit into our world mm-hmm. world view. So I think that was really hard for me to grow out of, because I just felt like, how could no one understand me? Like I just really, really want to have a conversation, uh, uh, this kind of like deep, intimate, personal relationship with other people. But that was hard、mm. for me. Yeah, yeah.、Mm. I want to add to that.、Um, mm-hmm. There's this sentence I read、uh, from an article or from a video I heard. It says it goes as children grow more complicated, the possibility of being immediately understood or grasped decreases. So,、mm-hmm. yeah,、yes. like now at the age of twenty four, looking back, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> And as a child, it is, I think, adults or people around us spend more time trying to understand us or. Know what we actually feel, but as we become adolescents,、um, people just expect expect us to, I don't know, function without people and being fully understood. I don't know what I'm、mm-hmm. saying, but mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, they, like they expect you to become adults and have that kind of communication skills,、yeah. although it wasn't. They weren't taught to us. Yeah, kind of like that, and also our interior scape become more complicated, and it's、mm-hmm. there's like all of a sudden like a discrepancy or like a gap in between being a child and being an adolescent. I I mean I felt like I definitely relate to that sentence you said about like as we get more complicated, it's harder to be immediately understood. I felt like as life goes on, I just keep feeling more and more difficult to find somebody who immediately、mm-hmm. understands me. Right? Like, okay, so my guilty pleasure nowadays, I've been watching the High School Musical musical, the series. <laughs> so,、uh, it's a show about. High School Musical, but anyways, there's this sentence they say in that show that's quoting the original High School Musical. It says like, "Remember when you were in kindergarten, you meet somebody, and five seconds later, you are best friends." And I was like, "That's so true." Like when you were a really little kid, I meet somebody on the playground. We don't really have to communicate. We just start playing, and we'll, you know, maybe have the same goal to build a sand castle, or start playing like some kind of pretend play. Um, it's very easy to feel that closeness and feel that like, oh, I understand what you want to do, and you understand what I'm trying to do.、Um, but as we grow older, it just the thing we do are more complicated. We're that, not just building sandcastles. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And it's harder to find somebody who just wants to do it the same way that we do. Or,、mm. yeah. So. Yep.、Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you、uh, something was. Just down on me that. Do you think it was be precisely because that our 
we were so well understood as a kid, <laughs> more than other people that we long for this kind of connection or being understood as an adult, more than those who weren't so understood by their parents as a kid. I don't think I was well understood by my parents at all as a kid. Really? Um. Mm. Um. So I don't think so. But how, t- please tell me how you thought your parents really understood you well when you were. I a mean, kid? when I'm hungry, they know I'm hungry. When I, you know, something mm. just popped in my mind the other day. When I, ten, like as a very tiny infant, maybe two three year old, when I become very. Mm, cranky. <laughs> they at night. Mm-hmm. It's normally at night. I would remember hearing my mom talk to my dad, not to me, like indirectly next to my ear, saying, "Oh, she's sleepy," which it always accompanies my emotion of like uh, being a bit cranky or being a bit just fussy about things, like being a bit angry or. Yes, frustrated. I see that in Julie. <laughs> and then my mom would say she's sleepy, and it's like maybe she did understand me because she has more tolerance toward my emotions, and I don't know.、Mm. Or they would spend more time asking what I feel、mm-hmm. or perceiving what I feel,、mm. or more、mm-hmm. attention. Oh, you got a lot of attention, right, from your、yeah. parents too. Not really. I mean, I don't really remember because I grew. I was with my grandparents, and then I went to daycare. I don't really remember. I was in at daycare for all day. I mean, and then, and then I went to a boarding school. Um, I really don't have very limited amount of memory of how my parents interacted with me emotionally. I, I, I remember I didn't feel. I didn't have a moment feeling like they understood me. I think even as a kid, I had a lot of big feelings. No one asked me about. <laughs> There were things I felt as a kid that I really never、uh, fully was able to verbalize until very much later in my、mm-hmm. life.、Um, wow. Huh. But I think I wasn't as, in a way, like I didn't expect my parents parents to understand me.、Um, I was more like expecting my peers to. Expecting my friends to,、um, that it, that got harder for me during adolescence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but you're right. I do think parents, like, are very. Most parents are a lot more patient with small kids, be, especially because they're learning how to communicate their feelings.、Yep. But once they, once they've learned how to do that, but all of a sudden they're in. Like stepping into adolescence, they're experiencing way more complicated feelings. They don't know how to verbalize, or they don't、mm-hmm. even understand. Parents kind of lose that patience.、Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Tragedy for kids. I mean, um, just to bring something else up, do you realize, like, if adolescence spans from. Um, when we were thirteen to when we become around twenty year old, we both of us spent half of it in China and half of it outside of China, almost. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, would you think that that makes any kind of um imprint on our psychology psychology? <laughs> Or... mm, definitely, definitely. Um, um, I'm not sure. How it would directly tie into the challenges that everybody else goes through, but I mean, we kind of faced our own set of challenges. We were navigating like ourselves, changing, discovering different things, and going to completely different cultures and countries. Yeah. Yeah, um, but with completely different people. Um, yeah. I th- I think I think maybe a lot of people experience this. Uh, maybe a lot, even for like you know, people from uh, the same country going to the college in the same country. Even if they move out of home or move across the city or move from one city to the other, maybe to them is a big change too. Obviously, we our change is huge or was huge, but maybe for them is like you know similar as long as it it was changing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like like what you were saying, a lot of adolescents we spent you and me like we were in boarding schools. We weren't really with our parents,、mm, which I mean, I guess even if we weren't in boarding schools, we would try to we would spend a lot of those time with our peers. But、um, yeah, I definitely think my parents really didn't. If I I think even my my parents were were more involved with my emotional matru- maturing,、uh, maybe I would have gotten some more guidance. I I felt like we pretty much had to figure it out by ourselves. But maybe all adolescents do. I don't know. Maybe all no no adolescent was really like listening to their mm-hmm. parents. Man, yeah. Uh, I think it might be more challenging for us. Who had moved countries during this period,、um, mm-hmm. but the, there are, of course, there are even maybe even more、uh, kids who didn't even get to spend their teenage years with their parents, like next to in the same city with their parents.、Um, but、mm-hmm. maybe in more a more consistent culture background. And I don't know. Just years of a lot big changes and transformations in general.、Um, I think for me, switching to a new environment was exciting, but was also very challenging and shocking at the same time.、Mm-hmm. Especially socially, I think、mm, people interact a bit differently. In America, in the States, then in China, and、mm-hmm. yeah,、Definitely. which I found in initially I found quite hard to grasp, and、um, I felt I took a lot of things personal. I thought it was my my problem that I couldn't、uh, fit in or get along with with others, but then I realized maybe not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah.、Um, gender identity. Just reading all these. Hmm. 
I'm still trying to, cause since we started talking about this, I'm, I've been trying to figure out like, when did I felt feel most, um, most challenged, most challenged, with this whole idea of like mm-hmm. adolescence, um. And I just cannot pinpoint a time. Maybe for me, it was just like a more slow, slow brewing of well, of slow maturation. Um, yeah, but I think I definitely went through a lot of like figuring out who I am. Like you said, like gender identity, sexual identity. Um, you know, like thinking about what I want to do for as a career, what I'm interested in, and like what I be my what my beliefs were. Um, you know, like spiritually, um, politically. Um, like a lot of ideology I had to figure out uh, what I really believed in and I think by now I kind of have a more I'm still exploring but definitely comparing to when I was in adolescence now I have a more clear idea of who I am Mm -hmm. more concrete understanding of what I believe Mm. in Mm. yeah Mm. And I think it's also like because what you said we were we moved to a different a different country with such different cultures and values, so a lot of my beliefs were formed within this during this big transition, and some of them are just completely different from what I used to know or what my family knows, so that kind of created some like friction between mm-hmm. us too because it's just completely different um yeah huh so you you were saying you can't really pinpoint exact an exact time or exact topic that you were most challenged by or in which you're most challenged I think I can pinpoint. I can I can't pinpoint the exact time. Like you said, middle school was really challenging mm-hmm. for you. Um, Actually, the whole the whole years were and challenging. I'm just trying for to think. Not only middle school. <laughs> so middle school, high school, college, life is just challenging. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's true. But I think I really didn't feel that in middle school. Like the whole thing you talked about, like realizing our bodies are different from others. I didn't. Not, I did not know that in middle school. I didn't think about my body at all in middle school, really. Mm. Um, yeah. So I don't know uh, when I started. But you going said you went it. through it in high school, so it doesn't have to be the same time. Yeah. I yeah, but I just don't remember. Like there's like a. A time that I was like, oh, this is so hard. Maybe in college I did. Like, just it was a hard time in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it doesn't it doesn't have to be hard if it wasn't hard. <laughs> okay, you're right. But I don't. I'm just trying to be like, when was I struggling? I gotta yeah. find out. <laughs> I mean, it's good to not look back so much. I was thinking maybe I was looking back too much by hyper-focusing on this time period that had passed like 10 years ago or something. But... Oh, do what you want. Think I what know. you want. <laughs> if you want to, then maybe it's needed. So, 
Anyways, I had a suffering adolescence, but it created a ground for where I can build my my adulthood, like where I have my most important realizations and how I make my my most、mm-hmm. crucial development and achievement of my adulthood, hopefully. But、um, how how do you think it really influenced you? Like, um, I think、um, it's hard to answer that question, but I can say that、um, there are some traits that developed throughout adolescence, like personality traits that I appreciate. I don't know if if there's a if to that if it, it can be like. Can happen indifferently in my life, or I'm just born to go through my lessons that way. I don't know, but、um, for example, I'm very I like to introspect a lot. Maybe just precisely because I I kept everything to myself in adolescence.、Mm, I'm I'm more. I know how to, like, get in touch with myself. In on the inside, I don't know if that makes sense. And、mm. I was struggling with. Yeah, that's、mm-hmm. very. That's so. Like、cool. I was struggling with.、Yeah. Uh, self. Just, in confidence. Is that a word? In confidence. Mm, uh, maybe <laughs> just <laughs> not sure. Yeah, self doubt and self, just hating oneself and be because of that I can make amends to it <laughs> when I grow up and I can、mm-hmm. mature from it and say, oh, that belongs to my past.、Mm-hmm. Bye. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's super. That's super useful. Then, like going through that. I guess if everybody needs to go through it, then goes through going through it early leaves you more time to grow out of it. Yeah, that's true. Right. And I I felt empty very often in as a kid, as a adolescent. Did you feel empty? Hmm.、Mm-hmm. No. I think as. All of a sudden, I start to think about what's actually meaningful or what makes me feel like fulfilled.、Mm-hmm. As in, in my teens, before I didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah, what is life about? I like the feeling of fulfillment,、mm. but I don't know how to get it a lot of times.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I felt that until much later.、Mm. I just remember when I didn't do my homework and do my study on time. I don't feel fulfilled. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I remember you mentioning this when we talked about the feeling empty、um, episodes.、Mm. Yeah, I don't think like right now. Like for example, right now in my life, feeling fulfilled, having a purpose, is so important to me. But、um, I think back then I used to wonder a lot of what life、mm-hmm. was about. But I didn't feel. 
empty. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Um, I was also really into poetry. Weren't you into poetry too? I'm still very into poetry. Yeah, me too. But it started in that teens, in at fifteen or fourteen. Mm. Yeah, maybe that like sentimental feeling. feeling. I I I do remember a very uh distinctive distinctively a scene from my adolescence was when I was really feeling sad for all the leaves falling from the tree, and I was like, I'm gonna collect them all and bury them, and. Like sing for them <laughs> because they just all got they all they have all fallen and people are stepping on them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, you are resonating with nature. <laughs> mm. I do want to kind of talk about like sexual mm-hmm. development, uh, sexual identity. Because I think, I'm sure everybody's experience is different, but at least I think a lot of Chinese kids we don't really go through that until after high school, cause just because it's like you don't really, it's like quote unquote forbidden before college. You can't really, like, you're not supposed to have a relationship. Sexual relationship. Um. So I think. Yeah, or just any relationship. You're not supposed to have like a girlfriend or boyfriend.、Uh, so I think for me,、um, I really didn't even start exploring my sexuality until college, and I'm not sure if this is true, but I think、um, we kind of grew up with the like when we were going in college. We were in college. That was the time that like. Um, the LGBTQ plus movement started to be、uh, more widespread. People are、um, advocating for you know like、um, LGBTQ rights more, and I think that coincided with us that we didn't grow up with that. Like growing up, I really didn't know people could be bisexual. I thought you either had to be like lesbian or straight. Like so. It took me a long time to really understood who I was, and because I think I spent a significant amount of energy trying to figure out if I was straight or lesbian, and I was like, and now I thinking back, I'm like, oh, if I was a kid growing up in today's age, I would never even have to confuse that because you don't you don't have to be one or the、mm-hmm. other. Um, so things like that, I feel like in college I really had to go through, even post college, um. Like even now, like sometimes I think I'm still、um, very much educating myself about sexual identity. Hmm. That's gender identity and sexual identity. That's sexual identity. Gender identity. I know I'm a I'm a cisgender woman. Okay. I I don't think I've ever really been confused about that. Like. I mean, I have never even explored otherwise. I've just always like been okay with being a cisgender woman. Like I didn't explore、mm-hmm. otherwise. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the way Chinese or most non-American countries、um, 
or non-Western countries, the the oppression, um, adolescent sexual ex exploration. If it's, do you think it's super unnatural? Hmm. I think so. Uh. Um. I I think I read somewhere that if the country is more rich and prosperous in that uh, in a period of history they're more rich and prosperous they tend to be more open sexually so whoa <laughs> i need to read whatever you read this is very interesting to me so that coincides with our the world situation now like the richer countries are more are more of are more of yeah at least in contemporary world anyways but like the arabic um, the arabic countries need to catch up a little bit <laughs> i mean i do think we had to sp catch up like i i you know we started late <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, and, and I, I had to learn my lessons like way later in life, especially growing up in China and then living here. It's like I was in, in I was, I was, you know, um, interacting with people with much more experience than mm -hmm. I did. That's true. Um, I feel like uh, we're, we were, I was, I was playing a game where I was the kindergartner and the other people were like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I was, you know, I was playing a game is others, but all I knew was I was a kindergartner and they were college students. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how, to, how I want to make a I want to make a better metaphor. What is a good metaphor? You are a seed, and they are a plant. <laughs> or, <laughs> I was a duck, and they were dinosaurs. <laughs> But something like that. It's like, I, I didn't know. And I think even like the lessons I would learn from relationships, I didn't learn until much later, like how to demand respect. Even like how to have sex in a, in an equal way, you know, like not just like how to have sex, the act, but like what is safe sex? What is good sex? What is how to feel respected during it? How to feel good in the process not just feel like it's something i had to do or something i had to experience to get mm -hmm. out of the way i feel like if we had more education and more experience then i would have enjoyed it much more mm -hmm. yeah that's true um or but now you figured it out yourself. Well, embrace my sexuality you much it out younger. Yourself. Now you can enjoy it. Yeah, but I wish, but I wish I didn't have to have um, bad experiences to figure mm -hmm. it out. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> Especially, it's, like I said, if we were not on an even play play field, like people, it was much easier for other people to take advantage of me. Because they had experience and I didn't. So I didn't know what was supposed to happen or not. So like, it was much easier for other people to 
like I was a duck. They were dinosaurs. They could have. <laughs> they could have done. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Like I was. I didn't have any knowledge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. becoming sad I think maybe that also hindered my sick yeah cause maybe that also like made it hard and like made it sad it made the whole thing kind of negative in the beginning because you know like we just we weren't developing at the same stage with other people but we were interacting with these people mm-hmm. um, for sure for sure for sure for sure but I'm happy. I I try to become a dinosaur. <laughs> you caught up. You're a you're a dino yeah, now. Funny, but it took some years for sure. We can all be dinosaurs. Mhm. Yeah. Mm. I think also maybe I don't know when. So what did when did you start loving your your body? I mean, I know it's the con, con, constant um, journey and it's never ending. But like, when did you start feel a little bit more at peace mm. with your body? I think maybe when the podcast started, like that's like two years ago. Mm. Mm. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Two years. Very proud. Mm. Mm. Do you think if we would have explored, I don't know, I'm just thinking if during adolescence, because we were so suppressed as adolescents, like we weren't supposed to, like you, especially like you said in middle school, we weren't supposed to have long hair, we had to wear the similar things. Even in high school, we had our uniforms we were wearing. There were these like regulations for us, so we really couldn't really explore how we wanted to express mm-hmm. ourselves, and we couldn't really explore like our body our sexuality so maybe if we would have started younger it would be easier or like my journey of accepting my body would have started earlier mm. but i don't know i guess a lot of people in western culture also struggle with body image issues it's not just mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well if only there's like a body image class in middle school it will help <laughs> or if i have a super open and yeah. educator and open-minded and wise parents to tell me everything i want to be that parent uh, i want to be that educator maybe we should start a class yeah we should we should start we should make start classes for sexuality and um, body image and all the stuff that kids should learn. It sounds good. And we'll charge people for it. We'll charge parents <laughs> for it. <laughs> nice. Um, wow. And... Hmm. And I think... I. I think a lot of the things I struggled as an adolescent, I definitely still struggle now, which is okay and normal. And I think nowadays in society, we don't just go from adolescence to adulthood. There's like a period in between that we're going um, through. What What are you struggling? Um, that you're still struggling about? Like, 
like body image issues, uh, what's the purpose of my life, or my beliefs, uh, feeling empty, like you said, feeling hard to relate mm. to other people. Um, mm. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Yeah, I, I still. I um. I want to bring up another point, which is. The the. Characteristic of, that period of our life, um, when. It's like, an epiphany or like a sudden realization of, how much harder life can be than we. Have imagined as a kid, and that can be traumatic. And it was maybe it's we're more exposed to all the dark side of the world. Like I remember as a kid, I think there are always more good people than bad people in the world. Of course, there's always light, but and then you grow up and you read all the uh, child trafficking stories and this and that. Why certain people can never make enough money to support themselves, etc. And that's like a overwhelming amount of information. Like, and which lead me to think that that childhood is like a protection from real life. Is childhood a protection from real life? And how much of protection do we need? And if it's too much protection, mm. then. It will be hard to transition into adulthood. Mm. Mm. Wow. Makes me think as a parent, because raising a kid, preparing them for adulthood, then if so, then what's the best way to do that? Yeah. I think I was very, very well protect I mean, protected from. A lot of things. Oh. I still believe there's more good in than bad, and I still believe there's light. Yeah, <laughs> nah, me too. <laughs> yeah, but just. I know it's a privilege to believe this way, but I. Mm, I do. I do agree. Like you, you don't. I just keep realizing how hard life can be. It never gets easier. <laughs> Uh, like I, I keep thinking about you know the things I used to be sad about in adolescence, where I would like sit in the tree and like, I don't think... journal furiously and then, and then like, think life is so sad, which was it was valid, but now I'm like oh god I have so many more problems. And I'm like am I just gonna have keep having more and more problems? Because it's never gonna be less problems. Mm -hmm. I think. And then I'm just gonna have to let go and be like, whatever, I'm fine. No, I don't think life is getting harder and harder as of now. For me, I think it is. It's just uh, the right amount of problems. <laughs> uh, mine is a little bit too many. <laughs> I can use a little less. Oh, so I was listening to this podcast. It, it, it was about this research. Um, 
very interesting statistics I want to share. Uh, it says that uh, the researchers surveyed a lot of people um, in different countries, and based on their data, only until most people are. So there's one question um, on the questionnaire: Do you feel like an adult? And the answers are like, not at all, completely, or like you know, uh, sometimes, half the time, most of the time. So the data showed that only by age 26 and half, that half the people felt like an adult half the time. <laughs> so really, sometimes I mean I still don't feel like an adult, and that's normal. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like an adult? Seventy-five um, percent mm, adult. So most of the Not time. time, but seventy-five percent mm -hmm. adult, not fully an adult. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel seventy percent adult all the time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> mm. Interesting. But is it just arbitrary to to make the definition of an adult like why do we have to be an adult <laughs> like that's what true. if we don't label it yeah because we our our idea our idea of adults are just our ideas like when I was a kid I thought my parents had it all figured out and now I'm like oh god. Mm -hmm. They had nothing figured out. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe it's just our, we have a like version of adults that we think we need mm -hmm. to be, but who yeah. knows. I think feeling like an adult will probably mean feel like we are mature and we are enough or we are, we have the ability to make decisions and be responsible for it and to mm -hmm. I think I think it's like according to that same podcast I listened to there are like three criterias one is responsibility mm -hmm. the other one is relational maturity or something relational something it's about like you can build mm -hmm. relationships um and the next one is relevance, which means your purpose in this mm -hmm. world, the relevance of your life. Mm -hmm. I see. I'm still much trying to grow in all these three areas. I mean, we're always trying to grow, but I don't feel like an adult in any of these areas. Mm. Mm. Maybe we're just in... Uh... Maybe adolescence is longer than we think. Yeah. Uh, even in class, we did talk about there's a new term. Not completely new, but in a term uh, describing this period of people's life called emerging adulthood. Because um, we are, especially because the society has been functioning, uh, it used to be that we were expected to have everything figured out by like 23, married, have kids, have a job we're going to do for life. But now it's not like that. It's also with the economy. It's just 
very hard for us to directly start supporting ourselves right off after high school. So at least in the U.S. content context. So so we're just emerging adulthood. We're, we're not emerged mm-hmm. yet. Sorry, I'm just taking time to think. Don't say sorry. Take all you need. No more sorry. This is a sorry-free space. Yeah. Huh. That is to say... You... I mean, they they came up with the term adolescence because they realized kids don't just turn into adults overnight. And then they realized adolescents don't turn into adults overnight. So they gave them some more space <laughs> and they called them emerging adults. Now they're going to be like, there's no adult. <laughs> Between yeah. emerging adult and adult in 20 years, there will be another term. <laughs> It'll be like... <laughs> yeah, we should, maybe that is true. Mm. When do people ever feel like an adult? I wonder if my parents... My mom told me sometimes she still feels like she's a kid. Mm. But, like, what if there's no adult at all? Like, everybody when dies feeling like they're not fully adult. I think that's more realistic. <laughs> um, like, even Trump... Like, pe- people like Trump are kids. Yeah. Or they're... They're not mature. Like, just like you're saying, like, maybe because we never stop developing. It's not like, oh, you reach adulthood, end of the story, bye-bye, that's it. Like, we, nev- we never stop changing, we never stop developing. So, what's, you know, like, maybe we have mm. kid adult, adolescent adult, emerging adult adult, and <laughs> adult adult, <laughs> mm. baby mm. adult. Maybe I feel like a baby adult. Oh. Well, out of all the characters I know in the world, maybe Buddha is an adult and Jesus Christ. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so maybe for us, the adult means something way beyond what we can achieve then. Like, we maybe we have... Um, Put, when we were kids, maybe we put adults all on, all like on the pedestal. We think they have everything figured out. We have this myst- mystified version of adults that we believe they just know what's going on. We kind of expect ourselves to feel like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this episode should be debunking adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> Adulthood is <laughs> like that. Is a is like a lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and remember how we talked about nobody had everything figured out. The fact that people look like they've got everything under their whatever, <laughs> and but in the fact is, a lot of people mm-hmm. are just out there taking a lot of risks that they don't really they don't. Mm-hmm are not certain of and that huh I don't know what do you think mm, I do think that may be true I think we glorify what other people do or we just think other people have it all figured out but 
nobody does. So maybe we should just talk more about how we don't have things figured out, so、mm. that we can demystify、mm. this all figured outness that people present to、yeah. the world. Because life is so messy. The best I can think, like honestly, my goal in life is to not care, like <laughs> not care that it's messy, not care how to figure it out, instead of like figuring、yeah. it out. Remember <laughs> that in Chinese, there's a. 五十而六十而耳顺，七十而知天命，五十而什么 ？Like in the in Confucius.、Mm-hmm. I think adulthood much、mm-hmm. much of adulthood is more、okay. like a Western psychology defined term, right? But I want to know if、mm. what Chinese ancient philosophers think of adulthood.、Mm-hmm. And and、mm-hmm. I was just quoting this、uh, time frame from Confucius. Let me look it up. Okay. That's our leap. Forty-five, not poor. Fifty, good timing. Sixty, good timing. Sixty, good timing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when you're 70, do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, that's like my 70-year-old friend. You translate. I mean, okay. So from Confucius, there's this very well-known quote from the first chapter of Confucius. Word,、uh, document. <sighs> It says. But it didn't say anything before thirty, so I guess we get we got time. <laughs> so、yeah. by thirty, you're you are 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 are、uh, <laughs> you find your standing you established in the world.、Mm, mm-hmm. The literal word is to stand up, stood stand.、Mm-hmm. You should maybe yeah. My understanding would be you are grounded and you find your the way to navigate the world and be、yeah. in the world, and that kind of feel, kind of independent feel. If you translate into modern language, what do you,、mm-hmm. what does li mean to you? I was just gonna say established in a way, not like oh my gosh, I'm famous, but like I'm established. I have a family, I have a career, at least in this, but that time、mm-hmm. I think. Um. That you have a direction、mm-hmm. in life. You are you are relevant in the world.、Mm-hmm. I think about like a pine tree. You stand really straight and. Hmm. You're just okay. <laughs> you're rooted, and you are, I don't know, honest with yourself, and、mm, you have a direction you're growing towards. Yeah, 四十而不惑 means you're not confused when by forty, the age of forty, or in your forties. 不惑 So literally, it means you're not confused, but it can also mean you are not easily confused. 
or mm-hmm. um, less doubt, more sure about life. I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think my parents achieved that in their forties. <laughs> oh, what did mine? Um. Okay, move on. By fifty, you know the your destiny, or you know the the sky, not the sky, but the higher realms. Um, destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of know the, the um. The universe's way. Mm. Which kind of make make me look forward to that. So, make me feel like I won't be just boring by fifty. I actually I'm valuable and. <laughs> I want. I want. I want to know the universe's way by thirty. Like I'm need to fast forward. I'm like. I'm already. I'm done. I don't. I don't even care. I just need. No, I just want to start. I want to go direct to seventy. No, like right now. <laughs> I don't want. Bye. <laughs> go to seventy. Why? Why don't you want to go to seventy? Because then you can do whatever you want. And I'm gonna die soon. <laughs> well, I'm not. I don't mean I want to be seventy. I want. I mean I want to uh, achieve that. Mm. What people? Yeah, what he's saying.、Mm. What's what's sixty? Sixty、mm, by your sixties, you will be. Or should what does it even mean? Your year is. Is <laughs> through. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, 新与尔相从，故约而顺也 So. 段文奇言。Mm. It says you are mature in your practice of life. There's nothing that will,、um, you know, make you feel like when you hear something, even if they are, they don't make you feel negative. Even、mm. if yeah, I read that too. They are negative,、yeah. but plus. Oh, it's like Chinese is so deep. How can we translate it into English? Like this Chinese language is just so cool. It is、It's、very hard to.、I'm、so, I、yeah. dig all of that. And right here it says, "You listen just through your ears function. You already percept your and other people's psyche." <gasps> oh my god! And <laughs> by listening to others' words, you know their heart and their mind. And you, there's absolutely no obstacle. Even when they swear to you,、mm-hmm. you think they love you. <laughs> you know their heart,、mm-hmm. and and you're always peace. You're always calm, and like you are steady and、mm-hmm. rooted in your heart. There's nothing, nothing, nothing can rock your boat.、Mm. And I like this. I think it's another level of connection with people too. So it means by sixty. There's less conflicts with people, maybe. Year.、Mm. Mm. Huh. That's kind of random. Like you're just. Like the first three sentences were, I can understand, but why is the sixty about year? <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're just not there yet, so we don't understand. No. <laughs> 
And 70, Coral. What what are you supposed to achieve by 70? <laughs> you do whatever your heart desires. Uh, but within within reason. Of course, you're not going to go like hurt other people. But you do whatever your heart desires within mm. reason. I just want to do whatever my heart desires. I'm trying to do that. Um, I kind of mentioned to you, I'm trying to give my days a name. Like yesterday was whatever I want to do day. Today is no blaming myself day. I want to do like days like this. Just like mm-hmm. a whole day. Just do whatever you want. A whole day. Just don't blame yourself. A whole day. Just do everything your favorite. Your favorite day. Amazing. Gonna get ice, ice cream right afterwards. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. So, so maybe I, maybe I'm gonna do a thirties day, forties day. You know, like according to Confucius, I'm gonna live a day according to what he's mm-hmm. saying. For that, <laughs> with that characteristic, sounds good. <sighs> so I like this time frame because because. It sounds more natural and logical than becoming an adult by twenty-five year or twenty-four year old. <laughs> yeah, and then that's it. It's like okay, you're an adult now. Bye bye. Yeah. You good? That's, that's not, not true. true. Huh. Mm. Okay, so we kind of went from talking about adolescence to the whole mm-hmm. adulthood to. Just how we develop as people. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, and uh, kind of just assured ourselves of where we're at now. Not fully adult. Not, not just. Not only an adolescent. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's kind of cool where we are at and. I suffered a lot in adolescence, and that's cool too. Everything's good. Yeah. So. So what? I think. Oh. So hope you all enjoyed it. One more thing. <laughs> oh, you go. <laughs> okay. Do you think? I think adolescence is a very philosophical time or after I read the article of our lives Mm -hmm. if we're still in adolescence then by that we're still very philosophical and that's true and after adolescence people become more practical which means maybe they figured out what they believe in and they just started acting on their beliefs or maybe they just stop trying to figure it out i do see there are people who just stop trying to figure it out around me or maybe not i don't know um i like how philosophical adolescents are that's deep Mm -hmm. and there i think i was very rebellious too I remember reading this article about being rebellious and I just resonated with it so much. I was 11 and I went to my, my therapy, therapist that my mom find, found me 
and they she said, "Uh, describe yourself with some some words," and I just said, "I'm <laughs> rebellious." I'm rebellious.、Uh, it's not rebellious, but it was wow. The another Chinese word, which means you're not, you're not quite calm or at peace with your where you're at now. <laughs> What is it? What the word? 不安分 Oh, oh, deep. <laughs> I don't know where I read it, but I was like, "That's me." <laughs> um, I like that. It's like you don't just accept the fate、no. that the world has drawn、yeah. for you. Hmm.、Um. Yep, yep. Is that it, Coral? I think so for today. All right. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I mean, I I think I could have made it better in my part, but today is no blame day. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't blame yourself either.、Right. Today is everything I did was awesome.、Everything、day I did was awesome day. Awesome job. <laughs> awesome job, everybody. <laughs> nice. So,、mm. we can talk more. I mean, that's our podcast.、Mm. We don't. I think people people、mm. like it. We don't have to be too polished. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. See you next episode. Bye. <laughs> bye bye.